0: Okay, so long-time listeners of the show, long, long time because we've been on a really long time, (laughs) are are quite familiar with our sponsor or uh, our—I don't know—can we use the word sponsor? They don't give us anything. They don't know that they're a sponsor,
1: (laughs) right? Well, no. With a minimum, we are we are enthusiasts. Enthusiasts. Okay.
0: Okay. That's, that's a good one. That's a good word. We'll, we'll, we'll say enthusiast because that fits, that fits right in with this story, um, that I read about a product that has a number of enthusiasts that you would. Okay. So people are, people probably wonder why you like Ling ice so much because they think it's just ice. Isn't all ice the same, right?
1: Uh correct and the answer is hell no
0: right. right and you you being an ice aficionado know that-hmm and you've taken time and you've thought about it and you've used it and whatever so you've come to this conclusion fine right. most people don't understand it now another product that I think is in the same category would be chalk chalk
1: okay like well, Okay, I mean, I haven't thought about chalk in ages.
0: right. Like, okay, my kids use sidewalk chalk all the time to draw. Okay. and like, okay, that's that's understandable. But I'm talking like the regular like chalk that people used that like your teachers used to write on the blackboard, right, which, like i don't think there are even are chalkboards anymore in in high schools like everything's just digital and like there's some places have whiteboards but like in none of my kids schools have i seen chalkboards right and i think if i mention chalkboards i'm not even sure if they would know what <laughs> what i'm talking about right but um math professors still have chalkboards really and um Because, you know, they have these long equations that they're doing on the board. And so they they still have just, you know, the classic like, you know, three chalkboards that move up and down or whatever that they can write on. And among math professors, there is a an elite brand of chalk. Okay, it's called this. This won't surprise you, Brian. It's a Japanese brand of chalk.
1: I mean, it has to be. (laughs)
0: that's high quality man it's Hago romo full touch chalk the the math world's best kept secret it says and apparently like math professors long ago like professors were quite skeptical of how good this chalk was Mm -hmm. until they started using it and everybody just agrees this shit's awesome it doesn't leave behind as much dust, the pieces don't break, and it just writes smoothly. Wow. The, the one, um, the one guy that I saw—I'm trying to find his quote here—but um, he said, "Oh, he—he he said." Um, it, it's a type writing on a blackboard is a type of artistry one that requires the proper tools he said it'd be like Picasso using sharpies on a piece of wax paper instead of using an actual canvas and paint so these guys are hardcore about their chalk <laughs> but now like I don't even have a chalkboard I don't have anywhere to write with but I want to order some of this chalk and see
1: I you, uh, you can probably buy a mini chalkboard like a Little kids' chalkboard, right? I mean, yeah, that's true. Of those, so that's true. Get one of those. Get this chalk, and you'll have the the uh, laying ice of chalk.
0: <laughs> well, i I remember in high school, one, my one of my math teachers that I, I think I had him two years actually, but he would always complain that the chalk broke more often than it used to. Right. And like his chalk would break and then he'd go on this, like you know, like once a quarter, he'd go on this tangent about cheap chalk and how it's no good anymore. Mm-hmm. And I always wondered why, you know, no other teachers complained about chalk. I think it was just that he was a heavy writer or something. But um, and, and he would like throw chalk across the room. Like if it broke, he would right. throw it because, you know, you have you have like you would have chalkboards usually on more than one wall. Right. So he'd be standing at the chalkboard at one wall and then he would like, like the piece that broke, he would take and he would like throw across the room to try and get it on the railing, the chalk, like holding railing on the other chalkboard.
1: Well, I mean, he, uh, do you think he's teaching still?
0: No. Well, yeah, I mean, that was 25 years ago. He was probably in his fifties then or late late forties. So he's probably retired by now.
1: Wonder, um, wonder whether he he uh, found this chalk ever.
0: Yeah, yeah. Maybe all he needed was some Hageromo full touch chalk, and he would have been <laughs> good to go. See, that's that's um, that's the difference between a college professor and a high school math teacher. You know, the college professor will go the extra mile to get the chalk. Right, right. <laughs> um, but. You know, just just saying that, that this was like, I said 25 years ago, but I think it was probably more than that because it's been almost 25 years since we graduated high school. And this was like sophomore year, I think. So 27 years ago. right. But that's just a reminder. Like, we're getting old, man.
1: I know. I was um, talking to a person today and I mentioned we've been out of high school for 24 years. So
0: yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it is. And, and like people born after us are now done with college. Right. (laughs) It's just, or, you know, not born after us, but born after we graduated. Right. Obviously born after us, but born after we graduated at high school. That's just, that's just crazy. But the other thing that I thought about this past, like about a week ago At one point, you know, we, we frequently bring up baseball on here, but at one point we started getting, we started watching kids of players that we knew growing up Mm -hmm. who started playing, you know, like, like I vaguely remember Ken Griffey playing and then, you know, Ken Griffey Jr. Came up and then, Uh, um, uh, who else was, oh, um. The, pitch, the pitcher for the Cubs that was just uh, James Russell. Okay. James Russell was a pitcher for the Cubs, and his dad was Jeff Russell, who I remember well. But I just write about a prospect who's a third-generation player who I remember. And when we were kids, there was this player named Jose Cruz.
1: Holy... <laughs> I... I almost just mentioned him. Did
0: you? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then Jose Cruz Jr. Right. And then Jose Cruz Jr.'s kid is, um, is he getting drafted or let's see. Yeah. So Jose Cruz Jr. is 46. He's actually older than us. Right. in, In his dad. But let's see. I, where did I read about his son? Um, I'll have to look that up but I I don't think his son is in the majors yet. Yeah, Trey Cruz. He was the Tigers drafted him in the 3rd round of the draft this year. Wow. So um he would be the third generation baseball player that I remember playing. So like that's <laughs> that's another sign you're getting old like
1: <laughs> I um uh, just uh, remember Jose Cruz played for the Astros. Yeah, and he like I've got one of his baseball cards from either like the early '80s or late '70s, and I was always afraid of him. Like he just he just looked like <laughs> like real fucking pissed off.
0: Yeah, yeah, he looked. Yeah, he looked very serious and right. very like yeah. like I, I don't know. He re- he reminded me, like, because he looked so angry, he reminded me not to always bring it back to Chuck Norris movies, right. but he reminded me of like a bad guy from a Chuck Norris movie.
1: Right, right, yeah. <laughs> you know, like,
0: like I, I have expected him to be like in the batter's box and, you know, pull out a gun and start shooting people or something, um, which is totally something that would happen in one of those movies. I
1: know. well the the jays is like made up of a of a bunch of like uh second generation players
0: right yeah yeah
1: um dante bachette's son and then uh guerrero's son um there's i think one one other
0: Yeah, uh, Bigio, Craig, yeah, yeah, whose whose name is Cavan, 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 Bigio,
1: hey, Cavan,
0: C A V A N, like, I
1: mean, maybe they're from West Virginia. It's like, (laughs) hey, Cavan,
0: I he's got a brother named Connor and a sister named Quinn, but. Which are both normal names. W- what the hell is Cavin? Right. Like, I, I I don't know. It seems like they just made that one up. But whatever, <laughs> he he made the majors. It seemed like it. Actually, I actually thought that the I thought there was actually one other player on the Blue Jays that was the son of somebody. I thought there were four, but maybe it was just three. Um, Jimmy yeah,
1: Junior. yeah
0: (laughs) jimmy key you're going way back for jimmy key man even you know your hardcore baseball fans are like jimmy key what
1: tells that
0: yeah but yeah he was he was yeah he was on the blue jays too is that why you said it yeah yeah Yeah,
1: i I think uh jimmy key and rbi baseball three is really good i think
0: yeah (laughs) <laughs> he, he had some good years, Jimmy yeah. Key. Oh, that,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: And and like any decent baseball player, he ended up with the Yankees at one point because right. that's just what every player does. So
1: yeah, I think he might have wrapped up there, right? Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, no. Then he went to Baltimore yep. after that. Oh, Okay. Toronto, New York, and Baltimore. Yeah, he was solid. Um. All right. Well, I we're getting old, and we have to deal with it, and you know, it's better than not getting old, I guess, right. having the chance to get old. Um, so you're a traveler. You do some, mm-hmm. we we established in this last episode that not recently have we been doing any traveling, but you normally are a traveler. Yeah. Have you, um? have you done any Airbnb? Uh, yes. Uh-huh. How's well, your experience with it? Been? Lots
1: of, um, well, I mean, I sh- sh- shouldn't say lots, uh, sev- um, I'm trying to think of how many, I mean, probably like eight of them. Uh, oh, um, really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're all good. I mean, I mean, we haven't had an issue The Last one I did was, um, did a guys trip to new Orleans last year and we Uh rented this like condo warehouse and i mean the owner was awesome i haven't we haven't had a problem ever so
0: yeah yeah i mean i i've heard i've heard pretty good things from the few people i've known that got them but Mm -hmm. i was just reading this article and I should have waited to bring this up until I got all the way through the article, but about this, this woman who uncovered some big scam on Airbnb, where I think the gist of it is people put post listings mm-hmm. and then, and they get you to pay for that listing. And then they send you to some other listing that's not worth as much. And then, so they're actually kind of like defrauding you because you're paying more Right. for a listing that you because the, they like make up something about like you know some in the story that i read like this this guy was in chicago he had a reservation and then like 10 minutes before he was supposed to check in they said that there was some plumbing issue but hey you can stay here and he went and stayed at this other place it was supposed to be for five days it was for one night and then they kicked him out of there so he ended up losing like nine hundred dollars or something like that uh,
1: wasn't one of the so one of the things you know they're they use a lot of like property management yeah. companies. Was it one of those or?
0: I don't know. I don't think so. I think it was. Well, I, I, the, I don't, the people that he thought he was renting from were, were a couple, a married couple, mm-hmm. but as I was reading the article, I kind of got the feeling that maybe that's not actually what happened. And it was just like a string of scammers who were doing this around the country. Right. But so I'll, I'll finish the article and come back to it. But my thing with Airbnb, just like going to the worst case scenario thing is like when we were talking about hotels last time and how it's a good time to stay in a hotel or whatever Mm -hmm. because it's going to be clean and there's few people or whatever. I just worry about, you know, how how clean is the place that you're staying and who the hell's cleaning it, you know? Right. And also, like, there's some damn sickos out there. And I would just worry that, like, some crazy shit's going on in that place that you don't even know about while you're there. Like I don't want I don't want somebody like recording me when I'm in an Airbnb.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, we've thought about that. And yeah.
0: Um, but then like you well, I thinking about it. Like, do weird shit. I was just gonna that's yeah. exactly what I was gonna <laughs> say. <laughs> like you thinking about it, you probably like want to take advantage of it oh, and yeah, just like shock the shit out of people.
1: Like I'll like Kind of walk by or do things around places where where I would hide a camera.
0: <laughs> if I was the sixth son of a bitch, yeah. Like you no,
1: know, like I think at the last house, you no, know, I I was trying to make out with this picture <laughs> because I thought no, I would fucking hide a camera here. But. Yeah, right. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I mean, it would be awesome to just like be able to shock the hell out of people that are watching, you know, like you want to be a sick son of a bitch and watch me. Wait, You don't know who you're dealing with here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. Just kind of up the ante. Well, I mean, you know, I'm sure I'm sure it has happened and I'm sure that not everybody like I would be I would be mad. But I and eh, I don't know. I mean. I think my skepticism would keep me from doing anything too crazy, but I don't know who knows.
1: I, so, so would you rent one? Then would you rent on there based on what you read on that scam and your fear mm. of the camera?
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess I would. Um, you know, in the right situation, I guess I would. But like if it's just me and the kids going somewhere, Mm -hmm. probably not because like when we're unless it's unless it's to go if unless it's to go to like a beach town or something or someplace that we're going to like spend a significant amount of time at the house, you know, because like usually when we're traveling, we're in the hotel like pretty much only to sleep, you know. And other than that, like we're on the go doing stuff. So I like the idea of just like being in a hotel and just like, you know, I don't need it. I don't need that many amenities. I don't need a lot of space. I don't, you know, so I don't know. But I mean, price wise, I guess it it can be probably just as good getting an Airbnb as it is a hotel room, depending on where you're going and how big of a place you want and whatever. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I don't I don't think it would nece- I don't think I would necessarily shy away from it. I just it would just have to be the right situation, I think, because we did that <clears throat> when we went to Dauphin Island in 2000. We rented a beach house for a week and that was essentially, you know, the precursor to Airbnb. Oh, yeah,
1: sure. What did what like? How do we find that house?
0: That was just on th- there was a uh, uh, there was a website. I don't know if it's still around, probably just vrbo.com.
1: Oh yeah. Um, Oh yeah. That's out there. So, so yeah, that was back then.
0: Yeah. That was in 2000. Oh Oh,
1: shit. Okay. I I didn't realize it was been around that long.
0: Yeah. So, um, you know, yeah, it has been, it has been a while. So, and I, you know, I wasn't really worried about that. And then we, we went and we, um, met the person that owned it and whatever. And it was, you know, it was a good experience all around really. So, right, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'd probably do it. I'm, I'm actually looking right now at Dauphin Island rentals and they're not, I mean, they're not ridiculously expensive, you know, especially because for that we had, you know, however 10 people or whatever we're going, you know, so a house was ideal. So, right. Yeah. All right. Well, you're, you're the like third or fourth person that's talked up Airbnb. So mm-hmm. I won't discount it. And if you and I, if you and I ever go anywhere, we'll do some, we'll do some crazy shit. All right. <laughs> like, really shocked the hell out of them. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then we'll make a podcast episode about right. it. Right. Um. All right. So, every episode, we have a list of things to talk about, and some things we get, some things we never get to, and some things I'm just like, eh, I don't even know if there's really anything to talk about there. So, I'm just going to bring up a bunch of stuff that has been on the list forever, and I question whether there's even anything to talk about. But I bet that we can find something to talk about. All right, real. Yeah. Actually, I think you and I might have talked about this before, but the idea of putting a used handkerchief back in your pocket.
1: Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, um, that was one of our earlier ones, I think.
0: Did uh, we talk about it? I,
1: I'm, I'm pretty sure. I think we, when we talked about, we might've talked about, about it on the first or second one, uh, like on like kind of gross habits but okay that oh a, yeah right that's an old man thing like <laughs> yeah, it is. old old people love to to snot off a piece of fabric and like put it right back in their pocket like it's like no big deal i mean in <laughs> when they pull that fucker back out i mean it's like that's, yeah it's stuck together. I mean, <laughs>
0: it's gross. That's what I always wonder. Like, if you pull that back out, don't you have to look for, like, a clean piece of real estate to blow on it again?
1: Yeah. Well, like, I mean, no, um, this part here, it's pretty green. I got to move over now. Like, it's fucking <laughs> <nothing> gross.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, like, do you, do you change those things daily? Like, do you use one well, and then... I mean, wash you know, it or
1: one would think they have multiples hopefully and they're washing them or changing them out every day but i don't know i mean yeah
0: but are one would all
1: willing to to put that shit back in your pocket yeah right. How are you willing to use it for like three or four days in a row
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you don't have the, the the mindset of I'm going to blow this out of my nose and then I'm going to yeah. throw it in the garbage, then.
1: I mean, I can't I can't I couldn't imagine blowing out what comes out
0: from my nose and put
1: it in my fucking pocket. Like, no, like, I can't get out of, out of my hands fast enough.
0: <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I'll tell you what, like two years ago, I had the genius idea to add nose blowing to my morning shower routine. Okay. And because you have the steam of the shower, so everything's like, you know, flowing and good. Right. And then if you just clear that out, you're done for the day. You've got no problems the rest of the day. So there's a little tidbit, add it to your morning routine in the shower and you're good to go. Right. And then see, that's what somebody should have told the old people years ago and they could have saved all that, Snotty fabric in their pocket.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can kind of. I mean, I think uh, no booger production is different for everybody. So, (laughs) so, I mean, they might clean house in the uh, morning, but I mean, if you're like no working in the fields and shit, or like working working as a goddamn bricklayer, I mean, you're
0: yeah, that's true. Clean
1: house again.
0: That's true. I, I've never thought of it in terms of booger production. <laughs> <before>. <laughs> thanks thanks for creating another, uh, another term that I've never heard before.
1: Absolutely.
0: But this is kind of an adjacent idea is public nose blowing. Okay. Like, I think you should look at nose blowing the same way that you look at peeing. Like... <laughs> You go to the bathroom to pee. You should go to the bathroom to blow your nose. I don't want to hear you blowing your nose. Right. It disgusts me. Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, I. No, I don't see. No. Once again, it's usually old people that I see doing it, whether it's out just like out shopping or. Yeah. No. Um, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I mean, I can. I'm kind of, kind of lukewarm on that one. I can go either, uh, either uh, way. I mean, if, you know, there's an urgent need and it's like, you know, you can't breathe. It's like blocking a nostril hole. And, or like if you, you sneeze and I mean, yeah, you, you got to do You can't clean control. Up. Right, right, right. So,
0: Okay, that that I, that, now, that I
1: know, I understand. Now if you fucking sneeze and you look down in the like it's a productive sneeze and <laughs> go elsewhere to fucking take care of that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's a productive sneeze. Yeah, right. <laughs> um all right. Well, that I don't know. That's just we had that discussion a few weeks ago about whether um you when you eat and like people talk about something disgusting, how you don't lose your appetite because of it. Oh
1: yeah, hell no. I mean, I mean, I think that came up today at work. Actually, there was some fucking talk and a person like, oh well, wait, wait, hang on, hang on, I'm eating, and I'm like, what the fuck? Are you five? Like, <laughs> I talk about it. I mean, you, you are not eating what we're talking about.
0: So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. But I mean, you know, a five-year-old wouldn't care, you know, a right. five-year-old would would want to talk about it and, you know, be as gross as possible, probably. But yeah, I mean, if I'm eating and I hear somebody blowing, blowing their nose, like, oh, because then I'm just thinking like whatever they're blowing out is now on my food, even though it's not. Right. You yeah. Know?
1: It's just uh, one of those
0: noises.
1: It's, yeah, Yeah. I mean it's kind of off-putting, but I mean you know what happens.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm an adult. I should be able to deal with it, but if you blow your nose around me, I'm gonna give you a dirty look, and I'm gonna be thinking like, take that shit elsewhere, please. But, all alright. This is just a note and an observation, and I don't know if you... I see. I don't know if we've talked about this stuff or if I've just seen it on this list, but like, have you ever noticed that pee in syrup smell the same?
1: Uh, uh no. <laughs> I mean, so <laughs> this can go like either uh, way, either. Either your body is like a tree, and I can like <laughs> tap you to to fucking drink your your pee because it's syrupy, or you are eating like grade Z <laughs> syrup. I mean, so, so I don't. It can kind of like be a real positive, or like you got to upgrade your syrup game. I don't like I haven't, what do you like using like Cairo or something like, I, can't,
0: I, I can't even I don't know what to say <laughs> well, well actually as you were saying that it made me think like well shit What if I just have some, like, heavy-duty diabetic pee? Yeah. Like, I really am just peeing, like, pure sugar or something. Yeah, well,
1: I mean, come over and piss on my pancakes. And and then we'll try to determine it.
0: (laughs) What's piss and what syrup? Right. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, I also have on here that Honey Nut Cheerios smells like pee, too. What? Have opened up a box of Honey Nut Cheerios and you're going to be like, yeah, that smells like pee. <sighs> when was the last time you had Honey Nut Cheerios? Um, um, it's been
1: fucking 20 years.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. See, and it's been longer than that, I assume, since you peed your pants. But I guarantee they smell the same.
1: Well, I'm going to... Ha- okay, so... Okay, this is what I'm gonna fucking do. I'm gonna piss. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> piss in a like a cup, and I'm gonna sniff it, and then right away open up some Cheerios. Some- no,
0: I I don't think it can be fresh pee though. No, I mean I mean like like that, like a little like-
1: dehydrated pee where it's like kind of borderline. You no, know, like yellow
0: brown. Yeah, well, th- no more like, you know, if you, if you like, like a a, a pee soaked something, like if you peed in your pants, what it okay. would smell like. All right. Okay. Or like a di- a pee diaper. Okay.
1: Well, okay. I mean, I'll-
0: okay. So yeah, this is what you have to do. You have to pee in your pants okay. and sit in it for like half an hour and then open up the box of Cheerios, okay. and you won't smell anything different because you'll be so accustomed to how you smell.
1: Can I like piss uh, in a brief or something,
0: <laughs> so you can take it off?
1: Well, yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean that you know it'll that'd probably be okay. fine.
1: Because I mean, if you no, know, I piss my pants, I'll have to have like extra towels, and the shit's <laughs> gonna s- soak in and. <laughs>
0: Maybe maybe do it outside just uh, to, you know, avoid as much of a mess. But or, might... just in, or just in the shower.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That that might be the better idea.
1: We gotta get your piss checked out. I mean, I'm kind of <laughs> concerned now.
0: Well, you know, it it um it goes back to the, the Dean Cameron episode where we were talking about the doctor who like tasted people's dehydrated pee. Right. For and and what did he do? He detected. Is that how he detected diabetes or something? Or I forget. Diab- or was. Parkinson's. Parkinson's. Yeah. yeah Is that what it was? I can't. Yeah,
1: remember. I think so.
0: Yeah. So. And and then little known fact. Then he went on and came up with the idea of Honey Nut Cheerios, <laughs> <laughs> which explains it. <clears throat> All right. Well, that, that took a turn. I wasn't anticipating. Sorry about that. Um, all right. At some point I wanted to talk about the idea of having to eat your own, eat a person to survive. Okay. Like do you like the Donner party?
1: Right. Right. Or the, uh, the like, uh, that like Argentinian football team or something? Oh, yeah.
0: From the movie Alive? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I also wanted to note that when I was typing this on my phone, I typed like Donner Party. Okay. And it auto-corrected to Dinner Party. <laughs> which oh, is Oh, the irony. The, uh, it's just so great. Like, oh, perfect. <laughs> but I don't know where I read this. And I don't know how this was proven or, or theorized or whatever. But, like, I remember reading that, like, there's there's two problems. Well, the, the biggest problem with, like, why people have trouble surviving if they have to resort to eating somebody. Right. Is, is that they wait too long. Okay. And they're too, like, worn down before they start to do it. and And you can't recover from it. So, like, if you're ever stuck somewhere and you think you're going to have to eat somebody to survive, you better do it quickly before you lose all of your energy. Kill them right away?
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, are they, like, hang on. Hang on. Are they, like, you're, you're losing your energy to, like, kill and butcher the person or just to, like, eat?
0: Yeah, I, I think the I think the, the idea is that you're you're not going to get enough nutrition from that person to overcome like a nutritional okay. deficiency.
1: Right, right. So, I mean, no, you, know, you want to kill them early. I mean, you just want to <laughs> like look around. I mean, if there's like a couple of you and I mean, a couple of people start <laughs> hanging out on their own fucking watch your back. Because they're probably going to kill you soon. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, and I mean, you like obviously want to pick the most well-marbled person. <laughs> <laughs> because once again, I'm fucking thinking about fat. And I mean, you know, if because fat is good, cook a person, it might as well sizzle. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, it, it might as well <laughs> oh my god that's great well and and that's what you know in this article i don't think they were necessarily advocating um killing somebody right but like if somebody just so happened to die but here's here's a little tip for our listeners like right. <clears throat> And, and I feel I, maybe I made a mistake talking to you about it. But if, if you're <laughs> listening to this, don't talk to your friends about it because you don't want to be in this situation and have your friends thinking, OK, you you want to be the one who realizes first that you have to eat somebody. Right. So you can do that and do the killing and eating. Right. Because if you're the most well-marbled person right. and they take they decide to take action, then you're in trouble. Right. Because in their minds they're going to want to wait as long as possible because it's a disgusting idea but you dear listener now know that you need to take action quickly right before they can eat you
1: right so. and, and just a little fact here like when I'm hanging around people friends family whatever I think about who the fuck am I going to eat first <laughs>
0: and shit goes down <laughs> in in case we get stuck in this house forever yeah Yeah. i luckily i've never been in a situation where i've worried about starving yeah but
1: yeah that's fortunate well i mean we almost uh starved on uh, our uh trip into boston (laughs)
0: Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking about that the other day. You're right. I mean we came close to sacrificing each other. Right. And just having to kill each other.
1: Who um who uh would you have eaten first?
0: Um I I, I would have been the one I was the fattest one. I would have been the one to get eaten. Because, like, the other three of you were, like... And, like, I was doing shit, too. But the other three of you were, like, more fit right. than I was. So there's not going to be fat. So, like, you, pro- you probably were looking at me like the fucking cartoons do when, like, you know, the one thing's really hungry right, and right. she's like, a chicken, like, on Tom and Jerry. Right.
1: Brett's looking like a real good hot dog right now.
0: Yeah, a hot dog or, like, you know, one of those, like... uh rotisserie chicken standing on its drumsticks right
1: that's um kind of like the uh Seinfeld where um Kramer is like using butter to tan I think and uh uh, Newman starts looking at him like he's a chicken (laughs) oh
0: yeah (laughs) yep exactly like that (laughs) Is that the same episode where they're talking about Roy Rogers roasters?
1: Yeah, um, Kenny Rogers chicken.
0: Oh, Kenny. Is it Kenny Rogers? Yeah. Uh huh. I thought it was Roy Rogers. Yeah. All right, Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers is in, as in you got to know when to hold them and no one to fold them. Same guy? Yeah. Kenny Rogers chicken. Yeah, Kenny Rogers chicken. Kenny Rogers roasters. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> A chain of chicken-based restaurants founded in 1991 by Kenny Rogers. Are they still around? Uh, I don't know. I don't know either. Let's see. In case, in case you want to know, um, yeah, they are still around. Kenny Rogers Roasters. They're big in Indonesia.
1: Hey, like if you aren't big there, you aren't big anywhere.
0: <laughs> 156 restaurants worldwide. Actually, it doesn't look like they're in the U.S. It looks like their their headquarters is in the U.S., but all these countries all they list like are Asia. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, wow. it's it's like um, what's his name. David Hasselhoff, you know, they used to always say he was real big in Germany right. his, for his music career. He's real big in Germany. Kenny Rogers Roasters is real big in Asia.
1: So to touch on Hasselhoff. So he um, he does whatever he wants. I think that's he actually part like I think he's kind of cool, actually. I think he. Knows what he is, but he does what he wants. Like, I mean, he doesn't give a fuck. I mean, he's even half off. He knows he's kind of a, I don't know, like, joke or whatever. But yeah. So he did a cover of a Jesus and uh, Mary Chain song called Head On, which is on their automatic album, which is a great fucking album. So I um stumbled on it um I don't know like a year ago, I don't know, and or or maybe my sister texted it to me. I don't know, I can't remember, but I was expecting this this like total piece of shit, okay? Yeah. And it's actually pretty fucking good. So Wow. I think it's actually better than the Pixies cover of it. <laughs> so check it out and no i can't remember if i mentioned this earlier uh on a previous show but so cut it out if i did but um macho man made a rap album
0: (laughs) yeah yeah we talked about it. okay
1: all right yeah take that out
0: no i'm leaving that shit in we're not cutting shit anymore all right um yeah, I still haven't listened to it though. But okay. did you listen to it? You did, right?
1: Like half of it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah! <laughs> it's like, um, did he? Did he sound like? Uh, oh God, our our Alexakis from Everclear. Like we used to always joke about every word. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Ever- I know. Um, yeah. Remember they did like I don't know like fifteen. Years ago, they did a, a Gap Christmas ad, oh commercial, and they were doing Rudolph and, and the fucker tossing tossing a yeah, Rudolph red nosed <laughs> reindeer, yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I give I give Everclear a hard time, but. I sure that Santa Monica song is an all time classic, and that whole album, like Sparkle and Fade, I think was the album's. It's got a few good songs on there. Yeah, everyone has has the word. Yeah, but
1: there's a handful of songs I like by them, but you know, there's a reason why he's uh, um, spinning tunes on XM.
0: Yeah, (laughs) right. Is that what he's doing? Yeah. Um,
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh, god. And he's so fucking goddamn boring. I mean, it's is he? it's terrible. But whatever. He he's on XM, and I'm some asshole. So <laughs> <laughs> so i think he's fucking way better than me.
0: Well, that's the is um the guy from uh, uh, Sugar Ray. Oh, oh yeah, uh Mark McGrath. Yeah, Mark McGrath, yeah. He like I think he gave up music at some point because he was hosting some TV show.
1: Yeah, I think he
0: was on like like Access Hollywood yeah, or something.
1: He he like got out of it, but then but then went back to it because um um they performed in Whiting, like five years ago.
0: Oh.
1: Yeah.
0: Hmm. That well maybe well, I was gonna look up and see if they're touring anywhere now, but nobody's touring anywhere now. Um Yeah, I mean I always say that those not that they were one hit wonder, they had a few hits I guess, and so did um Everclear, but like <laughs> right those like short span popularity people have like the best of both worlds because like they can be super popular for a little while and enjoy that and probably make a good amount of money, but then just like go back into obscurity and live a regular life, you know, Mm -hmm. like, you know, Mick Jagger's not going anywhere because he's too famous all the time, you know, but, but our Alex Sakis can do whatever he wants.
1: No, Mick Jagger can, get whatever he wants though.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
1: No, uh, if you want to like, wear the fucking crown jewels at Buckingham palace, I'm going to say Mick Jagger can pull that art off, but you know, like Gavin Rossdale (laughs) can't
0: dude. You always rip on Gavin Rossdale.
1: I do. do. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I fucking love to rip on that guy. Now, with that said, I think he has like three or four good songs that I really enjoy, but yeah, for the most part, fuck that guy. But I mean once yeah. again he fucking made albums. I'm just some asshole in Cheravel, so <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, um speaking of Mick Jagger doing anything, do you know how old Mick Jagger is?
1: Uh shit. I mean like seventy-eight.
0: He just turned 77. Okay. And do you know how old his girlfriend is?
1: Fucking 24? 34. Holy shit. No, 32. 30,
0: 30, 32 or 33, depending on her yeah, birthday. Yeah. yeah. I mean,
1: those you No know, rock stars go young. I mean- Man- I mean, look at like Billy Joel loves the, the fucking 20 year olds. Yeah. Dude. And I mean,
0: yeah, I mean, 44 years. That's just cr- like, so when, when he was our age, his girlfriend wasn't born yet. Right. <laughs> just like, dude, do you, and do you ever think she's like, Oh man, I love this guy. he reminds me of my grandpa.
1: I always like, <laughs> Think about what that dynamic is, whether whether it's a older older man with a younger woman or an older woman with a younger man. It like either way. I mean, yeah. I mean when there's like a forty five year age age gap, I always wonder like what's, you know, what's happening. I mean, yeah. like you know, I kind of you know, we like stereotype it. Oh, it's you know, the after his cat or, or he, he just wants sex. Whatever. Right. I don't know. I mean, maybe there's some connection, but, um, <clears throat> you know, when you follow the, um, litany of these famous people, I mean it's, yeah. you know, not really, I don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess, you know, part of the, part of the thinking of, you know, I think of it as such a joke is that I think, uh, you know, I think Mick Jagger, oh, he's 77 and I'm, I'm comparing him to like, you know, the regular 77 year old, you know, right. but he's not a regular 77 year old, you know, he's, he's Mick fucking Jagger. Right. So he's, you know, he's going to be, I don't, you know, but also like, is that just in my mind? Right. You know, maybe well, like when he's at home, he really is just like an old guy who's blown his nose and putting, <laughs> putting the right. thing back in. pocket.
1: Yeah, and like walking and farting at the same time. <laughs> like, like you just can't hold it in any, anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I think, it, isn't uh, Paul McCartney's wife really young?
0: Oh, I didn't realize he was married again. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, once his wife croaked, I think he like moved on to that one landmine Yeah. And then moved on from her.
0: Oh, yeah. He's with Nancy Chevelle now, who. Yeah, I'm sure she's here. Let's see Nancy Chevelle. What does she look like? She's. Oh, yeah. She's young. She's. Oh, she's not too young, though. She's 60. I thought. Oh, I I thought she was much younger. Right. He's. What, 70 something. So. um. Yeah, he just turned 78. So that's only 18 years. I mean, they're practically the same age. Right. (laughs) (laughs) 60 and 78. That's I question if this is even right, though, because she she doesn't look 60. But I don't know. Um, But I I just thought like Mick Jagger, maybe he heard the same. Maybe he has the same outlook as you do Uh about like marbled meat. And that's why he's so skinny, because he's like, if I ever crash with these other assholes in the Rolling Stones, they're not eating me because I don't have any meat. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to stay skinny so I can stay alive. That's I'm sure I'm sure the thought has gone through his mind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see where else. What else do we have to cover here? Yeah. Um, I have asked Brian to recreate his Sinatra impression. I don't even remember where that came from. I, yeah, I do remember I, you doing the Sinatra impression at one point, but I don't remember what it was. I don't even remember. You don't? No. It was, it was great. And if we could recapture the moment, we would. But it was... <laughs> all I remember is that it was, it was great. I can't do impressions at all, man.
1: Yeah, I... Uh... I can periodically, they have to be like right within my wheelhouse.
0: Yeah. And they have to be, I think they also have to be spur of the moment too. Oh, sure. I I think sometimes when you're doing impressions, you don't even realize you're going to do it until it's coming out of your mouth Mm -hmm. and you're doing, you know? (laughs) But, um, I was listening to this, uh, the latest episode of WTF, and Mark Maron, just like out of the blue, goes into this George C. Scott impression. Okay. And like, you know, George C. Scott, right? The actor. Yeah, yeah. And, and like the way he does the impression, it, it's like spot on because what he says is that, you know, you have to make it sound like whatever he's saying is the most urgent thing he's ever had to say. <laughs> and and that's exactly what it is. Like I won't even try to do it because there's no way I'm going to be able to do it well. But, you know, it's just, just the idea that, you know, you could be like pass the butter and, but it has to sound like, you know, your life depends All on right. you passing the butter. Pass the butter. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I can't he, the way he did. It was just, you know, cause I just think of him in, in, um, I don't even know what movies I think of him in. I know I've seen him in stuff, but yeah. I mean, when I think of him, um, I
1: I, th- um, I think of like Patton and the Christmas Carol.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. We should have known a Christmas Carol. Yep. Um. Oh yeah, uh, Doctor Strangelove. Yeah, he was he was super intense in Doctor Strangelove, and he was in. Uh, was he in the the original Twelve Angry Men also? I think I don't know. Let me see. That's that's a freaking classic movie. Um, yeah, Twelve Angry Men. Oh no, he was in the remake of the Twelve Angry Men in nineteen ninety seven. Um, let's see. Shit, I didn't know. Uh, whatever. Um, man, he he's he's got a lot of wives too. These. Famous people like to get married a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> Might there as well. Another wife.
0: Yeah. <laughs> if,
1: like my fucking twelfth husband.
0: Yeah. Like uh what's her name? Elizabeth Taylor was married like eight times or something. Right. Like I I admire the um what's the word? Not tenacity, but the um like when you're just sticking to it, you, you keep trying persistence, right? Like, yeah, this one didn't work, but maybe the next one will, or maybe it's just never going to work for you.
1: They're the, they're the eternal optimists.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. This is just a one sentence thing that I think I had more behind, but now I can't remember what it was, but like, helplessness shouldn't be a thing now that the internet exists.
1: Oh, okay. Right. Like when people, you know, talk about getting lost (laughs) while driving, and it's like, you fucking have a phone because I see you on it constantly. Like, (laughs) just pull up your GPS.
0: Yeah. Or like, I, I love it when people will ask me for my, like, what do you think about this? Or, or do you know how to do, not what do you think, but like, do you know how to do this? Or do you know anything about this? No, I don't. But here's the internet and you can figure it out, you know, right. or people, at, people out at work, I'll frequently get emails that ask me a question. And I'm like, I have no idea, but let me look at the internet and see if I can figure it out. And then like 2 seconds later, whoop, there is the answer. Here, let me type to you what I found out on the internet, you know? <laughs> and it's not like you're going to the you have to go to the library and look shit up anymore, right. you know? Like all of human knowledge is is at your fingertips. You can find out about the best chalk to use on a chalkboard if you want. <laughs> you just have to look it up. So I don't know. It just kind of irritates the hell out of me that when I, when I, like, I understand not knowing things, but just the whole idea of helplessness and like not being able to find answers. And like, unless you're, unless you're of the age that you're putting a handkerchief back in your pocket, at which point maybe you don't know how to use a computer.
1: That's our like bar. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Test people. Are you... Putting a handkerchief in your pocket, yes or no? Yes, I'll help you. <laughs> no, then I'm not fucking helping you.
0: <laughs> Why is it? I mean, it has to be some remnant from some past time or something, but like when sometimes when you see people wear, when you see guys wearing suits mm-hmm. and they have that like chest handkerchief, like in the chest pocket. Yeah. Like, does anybody have? Nobody can ever use that, do they?
1: Do no, you think there's people
0: even, actually use that?
1: Like a pocket square? I don't even
0: think it's that big. Okay. Yeah. Like, but, but do you think it ever was? Like, is the pocket yeah, probably. square? probably.
1: Just- I mean, I think like back in back in the old days, like back
0: when like Dick Tracy had one. <laughs> Dick Tracy. <Yeah. laughs> Okay, I was thinking even like farther back than that like 19th century when like you know, nobody was bathing <clears throat> regularly anyway and they all just, you know, every I just always imagined everybody stunk back then, you know. Oh yeah. Like I and I think actually one of my history teachers actually told me like in colonial times like we would we would have hated it cuz people were just disgusting. They just smelled all the time cuz they didn't bathe, they couldn't bathe. Right. Or they did like um Ben Franklin, is it Ben Franklin or John Adams that would just like bathe in the Potomac river, like just get naked and go bathe in the Potomac river. Oh my
1: God. That thing's a fucking, I, uh, uh, renamed it the, uh, Potomac. (laughs) Because when, uh, we were in Arlington and we walked along the Potomac and I'm just like, they had all this history. I mean, that's their that's their like sewage area. I mean, they, <laughs> I, I can't quite recall like today, but they'll periodically like reverse shit and like get crap into the river. Yeah, and people like are fucking kayaking in the in this literal shit. It's I don't know.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, you know, probably a little bit like the Chicago river that like, you know, they're trying to clean it now, clean it up now. And it's made progress over the years, but there's still nobody using it recreationally really right. except for, you know, those, those architectural tour boats and right. things like that. Dinner cruises, right. but, like there's nobody, there's nobody like, you know, really canoeing on the Chicago river you know, God forbid anybody actually try to swim in it or something. Oh, you yeah, know? that would be bad. You're just asking to a die. And
1: Dave Matthews to fucking throw some shit on you. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Well, the, the Dave Matthews story, in case people aren't from Chicago and don't know it, the Dave Matthews tour bus like 15 or 20 years ago was going over a bridge over the Chicago River and emptied its toilet. On the bridge, which then went through the bridge because it's just like a metal metal great bridge and landed on a architectural tour uh, boat that was underneath. That's horrendous.
1: It is. I always like wondered if like those people were fucking tested for like hepatitis and like all yeah weird shit. Like what happened? I mean, yeah, I
0: I, I wonder. I don't know. I mean. You know, the first thing the first thing one of them probably said is like, man, this smells like Honey Nut Cheerios. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Cairo? <laughs> yeah, this is Butterworth. <laughs> right. Yeah. So. Watch out for the Chicago River. If you come to Chicago, stay away. Well, don't stay away from the river. Just don't go in the river. Yeah every year there's stories about somebody that jumped in the river and died and they always say they drowned but they probably just decompose like instantaneously like get the people who fall on fall in the hot springs in yellowstone right you know they, they fall in there and then there's just nothing left of them because they're so the springs are so acidic or
1: burns them up like instantly
0: yeah <clears throat> which is um essentially what happened to uh joker right in the first batman movie well i mean i mean it was an industrial accident yeah
1: like he falls in uh he's at ace chemical and he falls into these chemicals and he
0: yeah swims out of it that was such a good movie
1: Mm -hmm.
0: i'll have to go back and watch it all right man what are you drinking? Anything good? No, man. Um,
1: got home from from work, and I'm having a water.
0: Um, nice, yeah,
1: and it's uh, chilled by none other than Lang Ice. So this 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 extra chilled water is is uh, extra good because Lang Ice makes your drink happy and your mouth happy.
0: I well, I always say Lang Ice is the is the Hagoromo chalk of the ice world. It
1: is. I mean, <laughs> you can't go wrong.
0: No, not at all. It's, it's good. <clears throat> uh, and I'm, I'm just drinking the old standby McDonald's diet Coke here. That is just about gone, but it has served me well without, without the laying ice though. Right. Hey, that's okay. <clears throat> all right. Well, that's the episode and thanks for listening. Tell a friend. Come back next time, and we'll have another one for you to listen to. Take care. Bye-bye.